Welcome to Vita Poetica Journal's podcast. We're an online journal featuring creative work explored through a spiritual lens and a publication of the Vita Poetica Arts and Faith Collective. Today we have two poems for you by Joel Peckham. The first one is called How to Walk in Space, Untethering. And the second one is How to Walk in Space, 3.35 a.m., December 9th, 2022. Joel Peckham has published nine collections of poetry and nonfiction, including Bone Music and Body Memory, and is co-editor of the anthology Wild Gods, the Ecstatic in American Poetry and Prose. Individual poems and essays have appeared in Prairie Schooner, The Southern Review, The Sun, and many others. Here's Joel. How to Walk in Space, Untethering A good man's life is never quite ended. Ed White, American Astronaut 1. At your bedside as you came awake, I found myself looking down in a way. You mumbled something. My sister said, yeah, we know, Dad, you're okay, you're okay, as if she knew the language of the dying well enough to translate. Though I couldn't make anything of what you tried to say, as you fell asleep, we spoke of how the nurses would increase the morphine and lorazepam drip by drip until you'd just drift off and away like a wind-borne puff of dandelion seed. And I thought of those first spacewalkers stepping out from the hatch, a gold-plated umbilicus providing breath while keeping the body tied to the ship lifeline and leash at once, and all of it circling, tangling, flashing with no up or down to go by, but the blue earth and white of the sun, visors ablaze. Two. When you first came here, you wouldn't stop trying to rise, to pull the IV from your arm. I thought of your father in his last days, how he'd beg you to just please take him out of this place to get ice cream, as I sat in my little chair, lost in the cloud of my parka, sweating and staring at you both, wanting you to say, sure, Dad, yeah, let's go. And still, I imagine us stealing a wheelchair, charging down the hall and out the big glass doors into the cold, bright winter, laughing and lifting, carrying him to the car to speed away down Route 1 to Friendly's for a Sunday. Nurses shouting and waving in our wake. 4. All boats tug at their moorings, kites at their strings, even flags fray, threads unraveling in the wind. When he had to return to the capsule, Ed White said it was the saddest moment of his life, and I think of that too, and how the volunteer who sometimes sat with you when no one else was there told us of the many who seemed to wait until the family was gone to take that last breath and let go. And that's how it happened. I want to believe, five, you were okay, more enraptured than afraid, though I have lived enough to know these expressions often share the same face, eyes wide, mouth agape, the boy clings to a rope as it swings above the mirror of evening, sun and boy and moon at once reflected in the deep blue surface of the lake. I want to believe it wasn't just about gravity, the silhouette of a body pulled through the vacuum of space, spinning uncontrollably, but a leap 
from the rope's full height and length, fingers unclasping, a gathering of muscles folding at the waist into a dive into the sky, head first, a cry of terror and delight, an act of grace that is release, releasing me as the rope goes slack, swings back to my hands, empty, reaching from the beach. There are so many ties that hold us here in place when all the choices seem to lead to the same destination. Life works that way sometimes. So does love. How to Walk in Space, 3.35 a.m., December 9th, 2022. My feeling was I was a grain of sand. Alexei Leonov, first man to walk in space. I wasn't asleep when the light came on and you filled the doorway. It's happened, Joe, you said. Oh my God, oh my God. And I don't remember getting out of bed or walking toward you or anything I said. If I said anything, what is there to say? But I came to you in that hallway. What do I do now? What do I do? And I put my arms around you while yours hung heavy at your side and you leaned toward me while pulling away as if afraid the embrace would make it real. And you shook and language failed. Your sob, the groan a ship might make in the middle of a storm as it takes on water and weight and started to sink. And I could not tell if we were stepping out or in or just away or were suddenly weightless, holding on to remain in orbit. Where flight and floating and free fall, stillness and speed are the same, and the enemy is entropy. When you start to spin and realize you can't come out of it, the first person to walk in space was out there for only 12 minutes and he almost died. The oxygen meant to keep him alive, expanding in his suit because of the difference in pressure. His hands pushed from his gloves, his feet from his boots, until he had to open the latch from his suit and bleed the air into space just so he could fit back through the airlock and slam the hatch behind him. And then there's you, having spent how many years circling around him and the last few trying to navigate with everything gone wrong, unable to control your flight or trust in gravity. You would be the first to say so much of it was beautiful. Moments even at the end when he'd try to smile and pull you in to dance and start to sing. And though he'd mostly rock and swing in place, hardly able to stand or move his hips, it was like the sun coming up over the edge of the world, your whole life turning beneath you. I wonder what is more frightening, to watch someone float away or be the one adrift. And so I drove you down the frozen road to his body and we spoke of how you almost felt relieved and hated yourself for that. How in those last few weeks you'd come to dread each sundowning and how the night would come and threaten to pull you both into its darkness, and how he kept asking to be driven home when he was sitting right there in his living room. It's time for me to go, he said. I can't stay here. And nothing anyone could say could make him believe. Even when we walked him down his own front steps and turned him around to stare at the house he'd spent half a century in. With you. This isn't my home, he said. And maybe it wasn't anymore. 
I guess I want to tell you, I don't know what heaven is, but I believe in reentry, the cleansing burn of atmosphere. I know a little of the fear of taking that first breath. You are not the first to have walked in space and found yourself ready to come back, seared and shining, to this world again. That was Joel Peckham reading his two poems, first, How to Walk in Space, Untethering, and then How to Walk in Space, 3.35 a.m., December 9th, 2022. You can learn more about Vita Poetica at the website in our podcast description, www.vitapoetica.org, where you can find details on how to submit to the journal and other ways to get involved. Thanks for listening, and more soon.